Okay, folks, so kind of ran out of space on that card. I'm very sorry. But this is part three to headlines and court cases, all right? So we left off. We were just saying that uh, Ian Pulowski had his children in danger. He did because here he is. Ten days after meeting Melanie, he goes to marry her in Vegas. His kids were in a wedding, like I said. And poor ex-wife to Ian is at home like, well, what the hell's going on? You marrying somebody in 10 days? Ian never thought like, red flag, you know, I'm letting somebody finesse me. Finesse is the new manipulate, right? I'm letting somebody finesse me, you know, into the courthouse to get married. You know, he never thought like, why is she pushing it? You know, that's why this case speaks a lot about these men that are involved with these women. Right. The man in the all the men in, involved with Lori. Right. I got a side eye them too. all the men involved with Melanie, her niece. I'm cyanide side side eye in them, too, because listen. You married her within 10 days. You had no idea what her life was about. You couldn't have. And if you did, you just completely overlooked it. And I don't believe you overlooked it. I just believe you was lazy. You was in love. She probably put it on you because she's used to doing, you know, manipulative, manipulative things because she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a career. She's just a housewife and men are taking care of her. She's a Lori, right? She's a younger version of Lori. Spending other people's money, living off of men, using sex as a weapon. Right. And he fell for it. So, Ian, I'm looking at you crazy right now. And I'm so glad his ex-wife. Was smart enough to get on Google and look up Melanie and she found out, hey, this woman is involved in some murders. Her aunt is in a cult. Her aunt's husband is in a cult. They're cult leaders. Uh, She has multiple dead bodies tied to her. What is my ex-husband doing? He got my kids around her. They're in Vegas right now getting married. Can you imagine if you were her? I mean, I, I don't even know what I would have did. I, it wouldn't have been good, though. But um, she did the right thing. Ian's ex-wife called the FBI once she Googled. A simple Google search sometimes is all it takes, folks. And she found out, hey, something ain't right here. So the FBI told her, well, listen. This is what we're going to do. We need you to get in on the phone and we're going to try to get some information. We want him to wear a wire. Ian agreed. He said, I'll do it. They were really just trying to figure out information on Tylee and JJ, the whereabouts of those children, right? We don't know if they were dead. They're dead now, so it really doesn't matter. But he didn't get the information that he ultimately was seeking. He did not because he didn't ask the right questions. He didn't even ask the right questions to the woman he's married to right now. He's married to Melanie Pulowski. This is a, a skillful manipulator. You know, she finessed him right down to the courthouse. Okay. Right on down in front of the judge to get married. Right. I don't think she's that sophisticated of a manipulator, but I will say that she probably uses sex as a weapon. Lori Vallow is her aunt. Lori doesn't have a job. Lori's job is to kill people for insurance money and live off of men. And all things constant, Melanie is doing the same thing. 
She's living off of men. She was a housewife when she was married to Brandon Boudreaux. Poor Brandon, who got shot at by, by Alex, her uncle. You know? And here's Ian. He's sitting up marrying this crazy person, right? She don't have a job. She probably uses sex as a weapon. And he fell for it. Man, y'all got to do better. I mean, seriously. It's not... The sex can't be that great that you're going to ignore all the red flags. Because he had so many red flags. When you listen to interviews with Ian Pulowski, he goes into how he first met Melanie. The things that were not right, it just don't sit right with me. Like, you knew a lot of stuff was just like in question and you just kept going. Was it the sex? I, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. It had to be. What else could it be? She doesn't have any money. She's a housewife. She was living off of her ex-husband, staying at home, taking care of the children. And in her spare time, being seduced by an entire cult. So, yeah, I don't think she was that sophisticated. I think he was just an idiot, you know. And it just says a lot about, about Ian, you know, that, you know, he, he's an idiot. And I'm glad the ex-wife you know, contacted the FBI because she cares about her children. She's not trying to sit up here and, uh, you know, be a victim. And he's still married to this woman to this day, folks. He's still married to her. After all of this, um, I'd be very interested to know if his ex-wife, like how she feels about him bringing the kids around Melanie, if he is allowed. If it was me, he wouldn't even have any he can only see my kids in my presence and she got to be far away and then again I may not even want him in my presence because listen who's to say uh then uh Melanie is not gonna try to be the next cult leader or hook up with the next man and then start saying that Ian is dark and now Ian is marked for death like Brandon Boudreaux her ex-husband right everybody knows Alex shot at Brandon, he shot right at him and tried to kill him. Alex shot at Tammy Daybell, Chad's wife. I don't know how they were getting away with this. Like I said, I guess white privilege gets you everything uh, because I don't, I don't see how they was getting away with this. You know, I, I just don't get it. Uh, but I think Brandon you know, was manipulated by Melanie as well. And, and if you listen to the court case right now that's going on, they talk a lot about sex and power. And all things constant, I think Melanie used sex as a weapon, just like Lori. She did the same exact thing. So yeah, I think Melanie is the younger version of, of Lori. You know, using sex to captivate men and getting what she wants. And when she's done with them, go ahead and discard them, kill them. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm just very surprised how they got away with this. It's just, it, it really blows my mind. But um, it's just, like I said, mental illness is it's out here running rampant. Because what type of men do you think these are? They're, they're educated. They're good guys. You know, Charles Vallow, great guy. He took in, I think, um, how was Charles Vallow related to JJ? Okay, that was his great niece um, who had JJ. So 
JJ was his great niece's son that he took in. You gotta have a big heart to do something like that. To say, you know what? My niece, you know, had a child. I'm going to take in her son. She's not taking care of him. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll bring him to my wife. Let's see what happens. The wife said, yeah, you know, a great addition to our family. So Charles, you know, he had to be a great guy. He had an extraordinary job. He was a great salesman. You know what I'm saying? So he took care of his family. Great guy. Just manipulated. Sex and power. This is what they're saying on TV right now, that this is how these people got away with all of this by using sex and power. It's just weird, man. Because I, I don't even want that type of sex. If it's that good, like, I don't even want it. Seriously. If it's going to make me uh get shot at, perhaps get buried in the middle of the night, like, <laughs> I'm good. Like, leave it over there. But I'll be interested to see uh, what happens in the end. I know Lori is going to be found guilty. We all know it. I just want to know what counts and to what degree. And I'll, I want to know if she's going to go ahead and throw Chad under the bus. Because all things are pointing to the fact that it's a good thing that they separated these cases and didn't run them together in the same courtroom and try both of them together because it helps, it helps one another throw the other under the bus. But I don't, I think Chad is going to come up with the short end of the stick because the kids were on your property. The kids are on your property. How are you going to get away with that? That's not Lori's house. She could easily say, you know, you drugged her. You guys drug people, right? They're not so sure that um, Tammy Daybell wasn't drugged. Because like I said before, when the paramedic came, she saw a pink foam. Now, it could be pink from blood, right? Her foaming at the mouth. Or it could just be whatever substance that poisoned her because the paramedic did say, Hey, you know, I went on and Googled it because I've seen this before. And in, in my recollection, it's a poisoning. They didn't find any poison though, when they did an autopsy, but who knows if you can find poison after digging somebody up, you know, after that amount of time, I don't know. But, um, we already know you poisoned your wife or you killed your wife. They actually, they said he strangled her asphyxia, right? She died of asphyxia. And what's so crazy is she had all kinds of bruises on her body. She was in obvious, you know, uh, Trauma. She was, you know, being probably held down with a pillow over her face. I'm just saying, this is what they're saying in the news, okay? That she looked like she was asphyxiated and she had all kind of bruises on her body. So that tells me she fought back, right? She fought the attacker back and she lost. So I don't know that Chad can throw Lori under the bus, but I think it's going to be the other way around because we already know he killed his wife. The kids didn't choke her. Uh, the kids didn't lie and say she was in one position. And then when the paramedics come, she's in another position. Chad did that all by himself. 
he did that all by himself. So he can't blame anybody. And then the kids are found on your property. How can you get out of that? Lori can just sit up here and say, you know, he drugged me. And when I woke up, I didn't know where the kids were. And he kept telling me they were safe. And I believed him. That's what Melanie said. She didn't say she was drugged, but she said, you know, I just believe my aunt when she said that the kids were safe. You believe her? You do? Okay. If that's who you want to believe, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he absolutely cannot throw anybody under the bus. He's definitely going to jail. Okay. He's gone. Um, I don't think that Lori is going to get off on everything, but I think some of the things she will get off on. So just to uh, see how this plays out is going to be very interesting, guys. But um, it, it's so many red flags and so much mental illness running rampant in that family. And let's talk about Alex Cox's wife for a minute. She was almost dead, guys. So not only did he kill Lori's husbands, the children, he was about to kill her one night in Vegas after they got married. She had the nerve to fall asleep in his presence. These people don't even know who they marrying. How do you not know who you're marrying? She probably didn't even know Alex was in jail or what he was in jail for. Cause he did some time, a quick Google search or, you know, background check would have definitely turned up some things, but she doesn't even know. She was almost murdered y'all after they got married. He drugged her. Can she scientifically say she was drugged? No, because she didn't do a blood test. She doesn't know, but she feels like she was because after the marriage, what did they do? They were in a hotel hanging out. Uh, he said, let me give you a massage. She said, okay. He was like, but you know what? I got to do it on a tarp. Okay. Red flag. Why do you have to lay a tarp over the bed to give me a massage? First of all, that's super sweaty. We already in Vegas. We already got the air on. I don't want to be laying on a tarp, sweating, you know, getting a back massage. That's just weird. If her radar didn't go up, I don't know what to say. I'm so sad that these people kept putting they, their children in danger because his Alex's wife at the time has a child. I mean, come on, you bringing murderers and cult leaders around your children. You didn't even, you ain't even do a, a Google search. You ain't even ask a friend. You didn't even say, well, let me go out with his friends. Cause you would have found out Alex don't really got a lot of friends like that. You would have had to go to another state to find his one friend. Who's always talking about him. Some comedian lady who, oh, Alex is cool. He was funny. He was this, he was that. I could tell he had a dark side. That, that's the only person that they can ever pull up on Alex. Alex don't really have a lot of friends. You know, you never even said, well, let me see how you are around your friends. But when you said, well, let me see how you are around your family. Guess what? Red flag. Everybody's hunching on each other. You know, Lori's parents. You know, straddling each other. Your new husband and his sister 
simulating sex. Like, come on, red flag, right? But he still, she still married him and trusted him and brought him around her son. All these kids involved, man. It just, it breaks my heart to know that they kept bringing all their children around this man and around these cult leaders. It's just sad because she goes, all right, well, let me get a massage. Okay, let's go get a tarp. Red flag, like I said. She lays down on it, though. She's an idiot. I mean, I don't know what to call these people. Is there a word? They're idiots. She said, okay, I'll lay down on the tarp so you can just wrap me up and put me in the ground when you're done. I mean, come on, man. So she gets a massage from him. He already poisoned her, though, right? He drugged her. Maybe he didn't drug her enough. Maybe he meant to poison her and her never wake up from this, right? But she did. But her sleep was so deep, we already know he drugged her. Because she wasn't, I don't believe she was supposed to wake up. I think that was supposed to be sign sealed and delivered right into the ground. Okay, she's dead. Check her pulse. Wrap, wrap up the tarp. You know, no blood. Bam. No evidence. You feel me? Clean up the room. Get her up out of here. Right? That's what I think was going to happen. But she woke up out of her sleep. She wakes up. Um, and she hears Alex on the phone. Right? She hears Alex on the phone. She assumes that he, and her name is Zulema, by the, by the way, guys. Zulema Pastenes. This was Alex's wife at the time that he married. Who knows how many days that took. If it only took Melanie 10 days to marry her guy, who knows how many days it took for uh, Alex and Zulema to, to get married. But from what I hear, it was pretty quick. But, um... So Zulema wakes up from her massage on a tarp and hears him talking. She's going in and out of sleep. You know how it is when you just like sleep deprived and it feels like somebody's on top of you and you really can't get up. You're trying to get up in your mind. You're trying, but you're probably just laying there. You know what I'm saying? So she was in that state and they call that state is like when you sleep deprived, it's like, one of the number one things your body will do when you are sleep deprived, you'll try to get up and you can't. Right. So she was trying to do that for however many minutes, but she hears him talking. And then she finally gets up and she's like, Alex, who are you talking to? Alex probably almost let his bowels go. Like what? She's up. You're not dead. Oh my God. <laughs> so Alex is talking to Lori, like, you know what? I got to go. And uh, Lori is giving him instructions, telling him like what to do. This is what Zulema said, telling him, okay, we'll do this and do it. She can hear it a little bit, but she can't hear everything. So he gets off the phone real quick. And that's that. And she just filed that away. Never even thought her life was marked for death that day. She didn't even know. Now she knows. How do you respect your mother after putting you in a position like that? She had a teenage son. See, that right there, you're going to have to go ahead and um, 
what do they call it when you separate from your parent through the courts? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Separate me from this parent. I want to be uh, an adult and be on my own. I'll live on the street. I'm not living with her. I'm not. No. This is weird. And uh, she bought everything Alex was telling her. So all of their spouses and girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever, they were all like okay with everything that was going on. That is so strange to me. Um, so, yeah, she's another one. She's not wrapped too tight. You know, everything says points to mental illness with her too. You laid on a tarp. You a fool in my eyes. So, yeah, it's nothing else you can say to me after laying on the tarp and being in a deep comatose type sleep. I don't care what you got to say, Zulema. Like, seriously. You know, I don't even feel safe being around you. Because who knows who you just befriended in the bathroom. I'm just saying. These are the type of people you want to stay away from. You know, but like I said, you can't, we can't ignore these red flags when we see mental illness in people. You know? So... That's really all I got about this case, guys. Um, I'm going to keep watching it. Keep breaking it down. And tell me what you think. You know, if you feel like I'm wrong, go ahead and email me. Let me know. Leave a comment on on one of the uh, outlets, uh, on one of the podcast outlets that I'm on. And, and let me know how you feel. I'm on Buzzsprout, Amazon Music, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Podcast beam uh a lot of them so and you can also email me at uh on the hour at my yahoo.com because i'm interested to know what y'all what you guys think because uh is this is something like i have never heard of anything as bizarre as this case like literally i mean they have so many victims in their wake you know the mother the mother and the sister was like, I believe in Lori. She's, she's innocent. They not saying that now. Right. I'm really interested in Chad Daybell's children because he had manipulated them so well. He started preparing them for his mother's death, his, their mother's death, like years before she even died, probably. And I'm speculating we already know he prepared them for her to die. Mom's sick. No, she ain't. She was just outside doing jumping jacks. Ain't nothing wrong with her. Ta uh, Tammy Daybell's sister just saw her. My sister's fine. I don't see anything wrong with her. But he kept trying to warm them up to the fact that she's sick. See, he was a master manipulator, right? So I'm really interested in to know like, how his kids feel right now. Uh, Tammy Daybell's sister said only one of the kids really speak to her. And he said, I still love you. He told her that. So maybe he does still love her. I'm not saying he should hate his dad, but you should definitely should be giving him the side eye. And, and right is right. Wrong is wrong. I, I, I just tend to lean on the fair side of things. I'm a fair individual. I'm not going to lie for anybody, not even my mother. If she kills somebody, I'm going to tell you, listen, she murdered somebody. Those are not my sentiments. I am not the same person. I don't feel the same way that she does, you know, 
And I don't do things the way she does things. And it's unfortunate that she did what she did. And I'm very sorry. But fair is fair. I'm not going to say, no, she didn't. She didn't do it. Like, I don't know how many people mentally ill in this case. I don't want to call these kids mentally. I don't even know them. You know, it's not even a lot of information about them. Except for that they're very religious. These people are very religious. And I'm always aware of religious zealots. I don't care what religion you are. And I'm not talking about anybody's religion in a bad way. But zealots really freak me out. Because I want to know what got to that point. How did you get to that point? What made you give up everything for this? You know, how many victims are in your past that had to deal with you in your rise to the top of this religion? You see what I'm saying? It's worth looking into people, you know, but just notice these red flags. That's all I got to say. So there will not be a part four. This is it. We're going to wrap it up. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in. All right. AJ Kelly with an I.